Good morning. This week's Pasha is Pasha Bo'era. And the theme is Tough Love. And God said unto Moshe, Say unto Aaron, Take your rod, stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt and the rivers, over the streams and over the pools and over all their ponds of water, that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt. Exodus 7, verse 19. What is the purpose of the makot, eser makot? If God's intention was simply to free the Jews, could not they have been a more different way? If we are already suspending the laws of nature, the entire Israelite populace could have been released in one fell swoop, and then the Egyptians could have been destroyed in the explosion of the brimstone and fire. Rashi explains the, the, that the purpose of the plagues was to punish, to execute judgment upon the Egyptians. Commenting on the verse, God said to Moshe, Observe, I will be making you like God to Pharaoh. Exodus 7.1 Rashi says, as a judge and executioner, who executes with plagues and punishments. From the, this perspective, the punishment had to fit the crime. Hence, the Nile River recipient of Hebrew male babies who were drowned at birth turned into blood. The Egyptians attempted to smite the nation with the Almighty blessed to be a ubiquitous as the dust of the earth. And Aaron smites the dust of the earth from which emerges lice. The Egyptians demonized, they humanized the Hebrews considering them as wild animals or gnats. And so, would animals and gnats arose, plague Egypt. The Egyptians impoverished the Hebrews, removing all livestock from the Israelite shepherds. And so, pestilence destroys the livestock of the Egyptians. The Egyptians' taskmasters sadistically beat the Hebrew slaves until their bodies became scarred with wells and boils. And so the Egyptians are plagued by wet by wet and boil, welts and boils. The Egyptians rain upon the Hebrews and their oppression and terror. So rain, hail, and locusts descend upon the Egypt. The Egyptians murder the innocent Hebrew people. And so the firstborn of Egypt, firstborns of Egypt are made to, to die. And just as, they, just as they developed biblical judicial system, insists that there can no be punishment without prior warning, Pharaoh <clears throat> is warned prior to each of the plagues. The Midrashtan suggests another purpose for the plagues, weakening the enemy in order to provide the Israelites with a military victory. Therefore, just as, as those who lay siege to a city first cut off the water supply, and then prevent food from being acquired, then uh, frighten the citizens with all sorts of noises, then weaken their bodies and finally kill them all. So the Almighty initially turned the nurturing Nile into blood, then destroyed the food supply, then harming the the Egyptians with, with boils, then terrorized them by arranging the forces of nature against 
and finally kills off the firstborn. There is yet a third explanation through, quote, 7, 17, through this you shall know that I am the Lord God. God will be revealed as the only true deity and all of the idols will be vanquished. Hence the Nile, major deity of Egypt, turns to blood with millions of stinking frogs emerging from its depths. Miserable lights emanating from the dust of the earth demonstrate that Mother Earth is also not a god. These first plagues together proving that the bedrock of human existence is ultimately controlled by the power beyond. God sending wild animals and pestilence affecting uh, sheep and cattle proves that the, the reptile and animal kingdom are controlled by a higher power. And the third plague in this grouping, the boils, which affect human beings, demonstrate that those, those who traverse the land, sea, terrain are also not deities. Hail, locusts filling the skies with the horrific sound and darkness prove that that which is above the ground and in the sky, even the sun is not a sovereign power in itself. And finally, and most conclusively, the slaying of the firstborn strikes the death knell to Pharaoh's claim to godliness, since the Pharaoh, <clears throat> since the since the Pharaoh's love the uh, um, since the Pharaoh's line of descent was suspended upon primogeniture. Indeed, the Midrash says that the heir apparent to Pharaoh was killed in this plague. These three explanations for the plagues also help us <clears throat> illumine. Uh, another influence of opinion among the the biblical commentaries. Based on the verse referring to the plague of wild animals, on that day I will miraculously set apart the Goshen Goshen era, 8.18. The Ebenezer suggests that the first three plagues apply to the Hebrews as well, and only with the fourth plague and on Onwards, were the Hebrews exempt? The Ramban, as well as the majority commentary, disagree. They suggest that since wild beasts roamed the entire land of Egypt, the fact that they did not enter Goshen proved conclusively that the Hebrew, Hebrews were exempt from all the plagues. The first two plagues were more locally controlled, although most commentators agree, argue there is only one. Uh, there is. There is, there are also applied to the Egyptians, only applied to Egyptian. If the purpose of these plagues was for the sake of punishment or weakening the enemy, then Ebenezer's position that the first three plagues applied to the Hebrew as well is particularly absurd. Absurd. But if the purpose was to prove that the manifestations of nature were, were not gods, they own, they own, not God at all then it's quite possible that the Hebrews required the lesson almost as much as the Egyptian did. The lesson for us as supporters of a particular um, penal judiciary system, as well as parents who must rear children, is the most relevant one today. The punishment 
which is crucial alongside with love, compassionate love, in order to teach proper limits, must always fit the crime. Shabbat Shalom.